1: History in five songs with host Martin Popoff, a production of Pantheon Podcasts. Let's rock out with Martin.
0: Indeed, Martin Popoff here. Welcome back to another episode of History and Five Songs with Martin Popoff, brought to you by the good people at Pantheon Podcast. We are pleased, as always, to be part of this vast and always expanding Pantheon Podcast network of wise music swamis. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, and over 40 other podcast platforms. All right, this is episode 239. I'm calling this. Biggest heavy metal stars. Um, we did an older episode called, uh, let's see, it was 91, World's Biggest Living Rock Stars. So I'm narrowing it down a little bit. I don't know, this, this thought just got into my head. I like doing these things because it's kind of all about memory and mortality and who's on their way up, who's on their way down because of age, you know, you know, around here, we talk about, you know, old, old classic rock and heavy metal. So a lot of these folks are older. Uh, it's this kind of the wheelhouse we're in, but yeah, it's about exposure and activity and all that stuff. So I, I kind of like doing these, uh, these sort of rankings here. Um, so yeah, episode 91 was world's biggest living rock stars, and this is biggest heavy metal stars. So again, um, our, we're casting our net a little, uh, closer to the boat, uh, so to speak, but just to remind you, um, In episode 91, uh, I guess I had in there as the biggest ones, uh, the five that we had music uh, clips from. It was Robert Plant, Keith Richards, Bruce Springsteen, um, and Paul McCartney. Is that four? Is that five? Did I? One, two, three. Keith Richards, Bruce Springsteen, Robert Plant. Uh, Boy, hang on. One, two, three... I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Anyways, um, we also had uh, some honorable mentions in there. We had, um, as we got to the end of the episode, we had Elton John, Bono, John Bon Jovi, Pete Townsend, Madonna, Roger Waters, Jimmy Page, Angus Young, Ozzy Osbourne, Alice Cooper, and Celine Dion. You're going to hear some of these names again. Um, And I also had a little bit of, uh, you know, for the young people, uh, Beyonce, Drake, Lady Gaga, Jay-Z, Kanye, The Weeknd. Um, and I left off Eminem, but Eminem would be there. You know, Eminem's not for the young folks anymore. And then I had, you know, The Dead, because I think we did a Dead uh, Dead Rockstars thing, or maybe All Together uh, kind of thing. And there I had uh, Elvis, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, John Lennon, David Bowie, and Freddie Mercury. None of that's in order. We're going to be bold today. We're going to put these things in order. I think the big change on the... Um, you know on 91 as per the title world's biggest living rock stars i think i would almost put where would you put taylor swift in that i i think i would put taylor swift definitely in the top uh top 10 um maybe even top 5 although you know what we did with that we're going to do a little bit different this time but what we did with that list is is looked at a bunch of years all combined sort of thing i'm pretty sure i had well, yes, I I know I still would have Paul McCartney number one because that guy's been famous since about 1963. So my entire life, right? Um, he has been famous for basically 60 years, kind of thing. Um, so uh, so that was the idea with that. This one is uh, is a little bit different. It's still living rock stars, but it's going to be a little bit more uh, based on. You know these people's profile right now kind of thing um so let's discuss as we go through this let's uh let's pick our first selection here i've got actually i've got actually 15 that we're going to rank in reverse order so take a listen to our first track here this is black sabbath with shockwave from the great Never Say Die album. You know, it's kind of a controversial album. I love it to death. I think it's great. I wanted to pick a rarity. No one ever talks about Shockwave anymore. Never Say Die, September 29th, 1978. So I'm in the 15th position, I've got Tony Iommi. Now, 15 seems really low, right? For the godfather of 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 heavy metal, the godfather of the riff, the riff master. Um, but... I think I have to put him down. uh, I I moved him down a few notches because Tony strikes me as a guy who is essentially more or less in retirement. Uh, You know, anytime we hear about Tony Iommi now um, in, what is it now, January 2024, it has to do with reissuing Tony Martin era albums and things like that, right? Uh, Remixes and remasters and all that kind of thing. So Tony Tony feels like um, he's a little bit um, you know, maybe we'll hear from him again, um, but it feels like he just hasn't been in the news that much. So he has moved down uh, a slot. Um, at number fourteen, I have Alice Cooper. So Alice Cooper, I think firmly, I've felt this for a lot of years, but but to me, he is basically squarely a heavy metal artist. Um, he go he he makes pretty heavy albums. He goes out on tour and and plays you know loud brash rock and roll with a bunch of young kids i mean he's he's heavier now than he's pretty well he's certainly heavier now than he was in the 70s um it's arguable if he's heavier than raise your fist and yell or constrictor era alice cooper probably not um but you know we had Town and that kind of stuff too he's got a lot of heavy albums right and he's basically a pretty raucous loud rock and roll kind of guy um and again, what happens with uh, these lists, I find, uh, what I like about doing them is they really make me think about people rather than bands, right? So when you're when you're thinking about the movable parts in bands, um, it makes for a pretty interesting list. And I think this is a pretty interesting list, but um, someone like an Alice Cooper, obviously he's a solo artist with a big, massive marquee name. And, you know, he's just a legend. Uh, he's lived so many different lives over the years, like eventful, eventful life. Uh, so I had to have him in here, and I squarely think he's a heavy metal artist. Um, number 13, before we move on, um, because we're going to do this in, in in clumps of three, and we're going to pick, you know, one track kind of thing. Uh, Steve Harris from Iron Maiden. So Iron Maiden is, uh, I would say, they're the second biggest uh, heavy metal band uh, in existence maybe of all time uh, after Metallica I'd say and um, I would put Steve Harrison here uh, be you know he is the bass player right so he's he's not Bruce Dickinson um, and he's but he's obviously the leader of the band He's the co-lyricist of the band, writes a lot of the music too. Um, He's a super, super important part of this band. But I think his stature is lower than Bruce Dickinson's uh, because he is the bass player. So out there in the big wide world, you know, people think of frontman voices, all that kind of thing. So I've got Steve Harris at number 13 on our 15 list of biggest heavy metal stars. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Alright, back again here on History and Five Songs with Martin Popoff. Uh, this is episode 239, Biggest Heavy Metal Stars. Take a listen to this. This is our second selection today. This is Judas Priest with Reckless. All that I'm ready. All right, Love Reckless to Death. I wanted to play something from Turbo here. Um, so yeah, March 21st, 1986, the famous hair metal album from Judas Priest. But yeah, love love this song. It's my favorite song on the album. wanted to play that. So our number 12 selection of our 15, as we uh, g- uh, lurch towards number one, is Rob Halford. Um, so Rob Halford, super famous guy. Uh, Judas Priest, big, huge band. You'd probably put them in the top five heavy metal bands of all time. But, you know, they haven't sold a lot of tickets for a long, long time. We are on the verge of the new album coming out. I've heard it. Um, it's We're still two months before release date. I love it to death, but I'm not allowed to talk about it in a big way. I think it's fantastic. I think it's their best album since Hellbent for Leather. Um, so that includes uh, British Steel and Screaming and even Firepower. It's kind of similar to Firepower. Maybe I should stop talking about it, right? But anyways... Um, The cool thing about Rob Halford being on this list, I wanted him on this list. Like I say, number one... you know, massive, massive band, but, uh, you know, they they are not a huge, huge band, and they haven't been for for a lot of years. Um, but still, they're on these big package tours. They're usually headlining these big package tours. They will play the hockey barns and stuff like that. But um, I think they're on here with a bullet because they do have a new album coming out, and Fire uh, Firepower surprised everybody. Uh, there was Redeemer of Souls, So this is a very active band. We see a lot of Rob. Rob's in the news. He's going to be a lot more in the news. Like I say, it's January twenty. 2024 right now he's gonna be a lot more in the news uh coming up um because that album comes out invincible shield uh in march um so i've got him at number 12 number 11 on this list kirk hammett Metallica Metallica is a massive band. They just put out 72 seasons. They go on tour, they're touring all the time. They're they're kind of in in all sorts of various social media news all the time. Kirk is an active guy. He does interviews. He did that solo EP recently. I interviewed him for that. Um but basically um he's in here as a, a guitarist for Metallica. Um you know, an original member of Metallica. He was there. Well, original enough right goes all the way back to the first album um, so yeah super famous guys so I've got him at number 11 and at number 10 uh, a band you might know called Metallica uh, same band um, Lars Ulrich uh, so I've got Lars in here Lars is just a, a little bit more of a, a mouthpiece for the band He's kind of um, he's he's always been the the most outspoken member. He's a guy that attracts a lot of the the criticism and complaints and uh, and railing on about Lars and discussing his drumming and all that kind of stuff. So he's he's a famous dude. He's an enthusiastic metalhead. Um, he's a sociable guy. So he's in here at number ten. All right, let's move on to our third selection. Take a listen to this. This is Guns N' Roses with Bad Apples. Okay, from The Great user Illusion 1, September 17th, 1991. Um, and I've, I've always thought that these records are as good as Appetite. I, I, I like pretty much everything on them. I mean, it can be a little casual and rock and rollsy at times. Even this one's a little bit, uh, you know, underdressed, so to speak. Um, but yeah, Guns N' Roses. So I've got Slash at number nine so number nine out of the 15 most famous rock stars he's got that recognizable look he again is very sociable he's always in the news he does a lot of interviews nice guy um, and he's the guitarist for Guns N' Roses now Guns N' Roses um, is a, is a huge band they've put out a lot more material than we give them credit for it's not just Appetite it's the EP it's the EP Expanded it's Appetite it's these two super long albums at the same time in Use, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 it's a double live album it's Chinese Democracy it's the covers album the Spaghetti incident and it's a bunch of little songs along the way that haven't been on an album yet and the other big thing about Guns N' Roses is they are threatening a uh, an entire new album Uh, they've got boy I mean how many do they have probably a half dozen uh, great songs by the way all all this new stuff they've been doing uh, that will go on that album um, so yeah, Guns N' Roses uh, is, and they're always in the news. They've been in the news a lot. They've been touring a lot. Axel is singing fine, um, which is really cool to see. So he's a guy not from the eldest generation, but he's certainly from a fair ways back and he's singing great. Um, so um, so they're out there and I think they're going to be uh, in the news a lot. If I did this list maybe a year from now, <laughs> famous last words, maybe there'll be a Guns N' Roses album out and, and they would be on their way up with, uh, with a bullet. So Slash at number nine. Axel at number eight. So Axel, again, benefits from um, being sort of this mysterious guy. He does less interviews, um, but he's... Everybody uh, can't stop thinking about Axel. He's a legend. Um, He's just this sort of uh, ethereal figure. Uh, But he's also the lead singer of this this really big band, right? So he's the lead singer. He's up there. He's running around the stage. He's singing. He's mouthing off on stage. He's kind of had a notorious past, as has Slash. Uh, But yeah, so I've got him at number eight of our uh, 15 most famous heavy metal stars, or biggest, as I called them, heavy metal stars. Uh, Number seven i've got brian johnson from DC. um so yeah i neglected to mention AC/DC. as if you want to include them in heavy metal i would say i would say boy i would say you know what i would say actually that metallica is the biggest heavy metal band of all time and i'd have to put AC/DC second and then iron maiden let's do that um, so anyways here you have the lead singer of AC/DC, but he's only the lead singer on uh, on the last, whatever it is, two-thirds or three-quarters of the catalog uh, kind of thing. It's probably more like two-thirds, right? Um, but, um, so yeah, he is the lead singer. I've got him down here at number seven, though. You'd think the lead singer of the uh, of the second or first biggest heavy metal band would be higher, but um, ACDC has spread out their appearances in the world ever since about 1983, 84, 85, um, and uh, they they tour a lot but they don't tour a lot a lot um and obviously there's been the retirement scare um you know they haven't played a lot live lately we still worry a lot about brian's voice it wasn't great the last time they were out but right now they are threatening a new album as well so this is one that goes up with a bullet especially if they can get out there and tour a lot so his fame will maintain or increase if they stay in the news but brian johnson has been on a bit of a low hum fame wise um so i've got him here at number seven um okay let's move on here take a listen to our fourth selection here this is kiss with any way you slice it All right, from the Great Asylum album, I this is my favorite though of the whole kind of later '80s thing, and maybe even including Lick It Up and Creatures. I don't know. I'm 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 in there somewhere, but but Asylum, Animal Lies, um, certainly uh, Crazy Nights and Hot in the Shade. Asylum is my favorite of those four, anyways. Um, but. So, yeah, um, I've got Gene Simmons singing this song. So, yeah, this is September 16th, 1985. Gene Simmons is singing this song for a reason because Gene Simmons is my number six on the list of the 15 here. Um, Obviously, Kiss is crazy, crazy famous at the moment because they just went through all that massive hoopla of their final quote-unquote tour and then the avatars and all that sort of thing. And actually, uh, as I speak right now, uh, just yesterday, I think it was, uh, Gene Simmons announced that the gene simmons band is going on a tour of i think south america um so that was pretty interesting pretty exciting um so that's cool to see uh but yeah gene simmons is uh his fame has been so relentless for many 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 years that's that's the other thing if i bring in you know all the years sort of thing yeah gene's been gene's been famous since 1975 basically right uh so that's a long long time um what is that? Almost 50 years, um, but uh, but yeah, Gene's in here. Um, he's he's a mouthpiece. He talks. He does mainstream interviews. He does smaller interviews. I mean, uh, well, I don't know how small, but he's he's been around. He's done lots and lots of interviews. He's very outspoken. Obviously. Um, and he's around doing all sorts of side projects, very entrepreneurial and all that stuff. So Gene Simmons, number six. Number five, Paul Stanley, who's also from Kiss. Um, I've got him at number five. Um, this was a this was a tough one. I didn't know whether these should be be flipped or not. Um, because Paul Stanley has kind of less of a profile out there although he's on Twitter a lot you see him on Twitter uh and you see him quoted you see pictures of him people love to complain about Paul people love to complain about Gene but I've got Paul here because he's he's more of a front man of the band than Gene is but Gene is definitely a front man as well he does his fair share of singing um but yeah I've got him in here as the as the uh you know the main lead singer of Kiss the main songwriter of Kiss super important guy been around for a long time Paul Stanley at number Number five. Now, number four, I've got Ozzy Osborne. Now, Ozzy, I would have had higher up this list. Talk to the great Jamie Laszlo, who's part of our contrarians uh, episodes and stuff. Uh, just before we did our last album cover show, I I hit these guys up with a with an opinion on on this uh, on this list uh, that I had drawn up. And at that time, when I brought that up with those guys, I had Ozzy at 15, um, because I had him knocked down so low because of the we basically I think seen the last of Ozzy out there in the world. I mean, he's done the odd little. He'll he will talk. He will do a few little interviews and things now and again uh you know usually with sharon but i think we've seen um we've seen his final days probably as a live live artist may see an album out of him he's done he's done two albums fairly recently which is pretty amazing uh to get that out of him right um but uh, but yeah, so I've got Ozzy here at number four. Uh, like I say, if we had been doing this maybe 10 years ago, maybe even five years ago in the midst of those albums and and, and say he was touring, uh, I would have maybe had him higher up the list. But four is pretty high already. But uh, yeah, no need to go into it in a big way. But yeah, lead singer of Black Sabbath, even more success with Ozzy in terms of record sales. Massive run of success from, what would that be? Um, 1980 through to about 1995 so this long string of uh, of huge success even when metal is out of vogue uh ozzy's doing amazing uh in that time frame and then he's he's just never left, uh, left us so yeah super famous famous guy um all right let's move on to our last selection here take a listen to this this is acdc with this house is on fire hey, wow. All right, from the great flick of the switch album, my favorite with Brian, August nineteenth, nineteen eighty-three. One of the great things about doing this now is, is I, I kind of go through. I've I uh, went and made a list where I've got actually all the songs stripped in. You may have seen that. I've sent that out to my database. I put it on Facebook. Uh, but for the first time, I only did this a couple weeks ago. I stuck in uh, the the every single episode into a list, but also with all five of the songs uh, listed from every single episode, so I can do a quick search in my Word file and see how many times I've, for example, used ACDC and then, for example, more, uh, how many times I've used something from Flick of the Switch and I noticed I'd used two songs but I hadn't used This House is on Fire. I love this album to death. So, yeah, this this will ensure that when I, have, uh, when I have a thought that maybe I've used a song once or twice or too many times or a band once or two. Well, I haven't been doing it with bands yet but I, I will try to use different songs. Anyways, Flick of the Switch. So, I've got Angus Young at number three. Um, I don't know what you think of that. I was a little conflicted. I literally, I actually had him at number one. Um, but I could probably see even moving him down because for the same reason as Brian Johnson, ACDC's sort of uh, public presence has been on a low hum, uh, out there as of late. Um, Angus doesn't do a lot of interviews. Um, he is, he is just the guitarist in the band where he's not the lead singer, but, but he's kind of the most famous member of ACDC. You'd have to say, obviously it goes without saying Brian wasn't there from the beginning, but Angus was. So he's on all the Bon Scott albums as well. Um, So super famous guy. And I've also got him in here just for that that mystique level. I think everybody on this list... people's jaw would be on the floor or they'd be most in awe or most nervous uh, if they were in a room, I think, with Angus than any of these people. Uh, He just seems to be the most... Well, like I say, he's a little mysterious. We don't really see him out in public much. We don't hear from him very much. He lives in the Netherlands, all that kind of thing. ACDC's kind of remote and untouchable. They've got that whole whole young family closed uh, circle the wagon sort of thing about them. So he's just got this mystique about him so angus at number three number two bruce dickinson so this is one with a bullet i was kind of surprised to see him this high i mean i made the list so i'm not that surprised i put him this high Uh, but anyways i have him this high because uh, Iron Maiden's presence out there in the world is probably as great or as Metallica's these days. The only reason Metallica is much more, I would say, a a bigger heavy metal band is they've got a massive, more uh, larger amount of record sales. But, um, But Iron Maiden is out there all the time. They're playing big places. They're selling them out. Bruce Dickinson is a crazy famous guy he's a colorful guy he's a he's a fencer and an airline pilot and he was in Samson he's got this great solo career by the way just talked to Bruce a couple days ago uh, all about the new uh, solo album the Mandrake project that's another one I'm not really allowed to talk about much because it's not out for two more months but it is a masterpiece it is absolutely his greatest solo album it is so good and so textured and quite surprising actually as well Uh, anyways had a great chat with Bruce but this is the other thing I wanted to put him this high on here because he's so talented right that solo catalog is really really good but of course he's the lead singer of Iron Maiden so I would say even though Steve probably does more work uh, than Bruce does uh, running Iron Maiden, as does Rod Smallwood. Um, I would say Bruce is the slightly more famous member of Iron Maiden because he's running around. He's in great shape uh, on stage. He's an excellent, excellent front man. His voice is still good. Man, you should hear his voice on this solo album. I mean, it's it's out of this world. He's so, so good. Uh, but anyways, so I've got him at number two, and that surprised me a little bit. I don't know if I'd, I would have had him at that high. Certainly, I would say... 20 years ago or 15 years ago, I would not have them this high as Iron Maiden was just starting to make their ascendance to the huge band they are now. This reascendance after the ups and downs of a long, long career. But I would say the ascendance starts in about 2003, 2005, 2006. They're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And credit to them, they keep popping out albums. Um... So they're so they're active. they're out there in the world. It's not just uh, an oldies tour. Uh, they always insist on playing a lot of new songs. Uh, so that's cool. So I have Bruce Dickinson at number two. And our number one is James Hetfield. Um, I definitely, I think had to put him here because he is, he is the uh, the quick right hand, the riff master of Metallica, But more than anything, he's the only lead singer in Metallica. He's leading that band. He seems like a leader on stage. He probably is the leader of the band. Um, he's he's, sociable he's out there he talks uh this is the biggest band in heavy metal they have been for a long long time um like i say they're bigger than AC/DC because they're just way more active over the last 20 years than acdc they're bigger than iron maiden because of diamond albums and many multi multi-platinum albums and they've been massive uh really since about 1986 um so they're a huge huge band um and yeah, I I would say in the last uh, in the last uh, you know, in the battle of the new album 72 Seasons and Senjutsu, they've made the better album, they've made kind of the bigger album. They've they've made a slightly bigger splash out there on tour. Um, there seems to be more media well, there's a lot of media about both of them, but basically um, I guess the point I'm making is if you think about it over the last about 5 years um, or let's say four years or three years Metallica and Iron Maiden have been relentlessly out there in the world. And, uh, and we know a lot about them and they're both huge. So they're both firing on all cylinders. Uh, whereas someone like an ACDC is not, is not really, you know, they're, they're, they're a little more, we're, we're a little worried about their age sort of thing. So there you go. That is our top 15. I'll, I'll just give it an order again here. Um, so at 15, so Tony Iommi, Alice Cooper, Steve Harris, that was 14 to 13, Rob Halford, Kirk Hammett, Lars Ulrich, 12 to 10, Slash, Axel, Brian Johnson, nine to seven, Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ozzy Osbourne, six to four, and three to one are Angus Young, Bruce Dickinson, and the biggest heavy metal star as of 2024 is James Hetfield. So what do you think of that? Um, now, for honorable mentions, um i had this in a couple of categories first category is true second tier heavy metal stars and that would be duff from guns and roses dave mustaine geezer butler corey taylor um, from corey taylor and slipknot um you know geezer butler's in here because he's from black sabbath but he's the lyricist you got to give him some props dave mustaine is the leader of megadeth second tier uh large band rob zombie Steven Tyler, um, you know, he's a big, big star, but this bleeds a little bit into not exactly heavy metal, and that's my second category. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Vince Neil, uh, David Lee Roth, again, uh, you know, massive, massive star, but the star is kind of going down a little bit now as, uh, you know, just a lot of nonsense and no no Van Halen anymore and that kind of stuff. Nikki Six uh ace freely uh this isn't this is a weird one because i see ace in the news a lot these days he's always shooting his mouth off he's got he's got you know he still makes records right he's talking about you know new music all the time um but he he's he kind of just always seems out there in the world he's he's kind of like like a social media guy right uh people will interview him and then those clips get out there and blah 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 uh phil anselmo um interesting one you know leader of pantera and a bunch of other bands um but it's it's kind you know his star has risen because of the success of this latest version of pantera uh Lemmy, we, well, okay, now we're getting into, yeah, he's the only one on my list who's, uh, who has uh, has passed on here. So let's leave Lemmy out of this. And Robert Trujillo, um, because again, um, you know, he's part of Metallica. So he's, uh, you know, unfortunately, obviously not as big a star as the other three guys. And then I've got this other category because they aren't exactly heavy metal. So we've got John Bon Jovi. Um, who if you included him as a heavy metal guy would be pretty high up this list Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson I think you would put both of those guys pretty high on this list certainly Getty Lee uh, with you know all the news about him recently going out on the whole my my effing life tour for his book Uh, and then two that I had on my other list of biggest rock stars uh, Robert Plant and Jimmy Page so it depends if you include them in heavy metal or not And I think um, with both of those guys... Well, Robert Plant is a very active guy, but he's been making very, very quiet music for a long time. And then Jimmy Page is not particularly active. Um, But yeah, so those guys are in here because they aren't exactly heavy metal. Um, So there you go. Um, I just wanted to mention quickly the last episode was 238, a different kind of genius. Um, there were some thoughts here, um, on the Facebook that I wanted to bring up. Bobby Warren says, interested in your thoughts about Kevin Moore's chroma key. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I I consider that guy a total genius. He's a guy I put, could have put in the genius episode or the different kind of genius episode. Actually, more, no, no, the different kind of genius was more about collaboration. Kevin can do a lot on his own. So he kind of fits in that first one. But he's a real cult figure now, right? And then Bobby says, I'm sure you listen to Spa, uh, Space Divest by Dream Theater, but actually all Kevin Moore incredible. Do you know he's a doctor of osteopathy now? That's pretty interesting. Um and um let's see michael phelan based on what you say here in the world of heavy music dave Mustaine and chuck Shildon are genius level look at the mass pieces uh etc so i kind of disagreed with that a little i think i think dave is just a good artist and he's got a bunch of people around him and then uh, mick sort of pushed back a little and mentioned you know the line and all the different people he's had in his band But as I said to him, I wrote back and said, well, here's the thing. Ellison is his neighbor. Dave Jr. Marty is making that uh, album great substantially. Uh, Yeah, so Marty Friedman. So, So even the top lineup of metallica the classic classic lineup i just felt like they were a band of uh, equals essentially even though dave mustaine is the main writer he's the lead singer he's clearly the leader of the band but talent wise i think they're all um this band of equals and it's not like dave strategically put together these amazing amazing parts and he's he's dealing with these geniuses or whatever no they're just a bunch of great artists working together so i i didn't really feel that one um uh, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to mention there. Um, if you like this show and want to support future episodes, please go to ko-fi.com slash martinpopoff, hit that red support button and buy me a coffee or a pint. It's a it's a simple, easy PayPal $3 uh, thing. Uh, this week I would like to thank Joe Becht, Andy at Black Sugar Transmission, Justin Cognet, Len Edwards, Murray Ewing, Simon Ford, Simon Hall, Joel Martin, Andrew Meyer, Melissa Nee, Augustin Garcia-Deprides, Steve Polari, Brian Sager, John Stuckey, and Jamie Walters. Thank you all. Uh, The big news is, two days ago, I just got in, um, I've got a copy of it right here, Perfect Water, The Rebel Imaginos. It's, uh, it's, selling pretty good because uh, the, the old one did so I thought this one would as well and it's uh, been proven proven right so you can actually see that over at martinpopoff.com it's my crazy crazy Imaginos conspiracy theory occult uh, all sorts of stuff wrapped into this you'll see my Facebook there's a lot of explanation there but yeah the actual website gives you a whole explanation if so you'll see what you're in for it's not for everybody uh, that's for sure but a lot of people really like it so that's over at martinpopoff.com there you go um, but yeah, let me know over at the Facebook who maybe I missed on this uh, list of, what did I call this again? Biggest heavy metal stars. Talk to you later. Find all of our shows,
1: notes, social, and links at www.pantheonpodcast.com or wherever you listen to great podcasts. All songs can be found for purchase on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please purchase these great and important tracks find us on facebook at the rnrap we are on instagram at rnr archaeology tweet us at rnr archaeology it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football